0: The following podcast contains... Only I didn't say fudge. And for gosh sake, watch your language. Watch your profanity. Right, I'm sorry. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you found yourself all riled up about a snowstorm in January, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host Dave Bledsoe and this is a Friday, January 22nd, 2016 Crazy Shade of Winter edition where we talk about the hysteria every time the wind blows. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you in part by the National Weather Panic Warning System. The NWPWS exists entirely to make routine weather events any reasonable person should be prepared for and turn them into the end of the goddamn world. With the support of gas stations, supermarkets, and liquor stores, the NWPWS will take the most mundane weather, such as a snowstorm in January, and hyperinflate the reporting to the point of panic equivalent, equaling the arrival of an extinction-level asteroid. Order more bread and milk, watch the weather, and let the profits roll in. If you would like to sponsor the show, Oh my God, it's snowy! Run to the store! Get bread and milk! Oh yes! 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 We got it, baby! We got it! We got it! Woo! Woo! We got it! Yes! Listen to that! Listen to that! Oh, baby! Oh! Again! Again! That's a twofer! That's a twofer, baby! Yes! That's a twofer! Twofer, baby! Oh, my goodness! Yes! Yes! Yes, again! That's a three! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! Pitterack! Oh my god! The winds have really picked up in the air. And there's another one! That's number. You gotta be kidding me! Well, wow. you can have your $500 million jackpot in Powerball or whatever the heck it was, but I'll take this, baby. Four, four lightning strikes. Four episodes of thunder Snow. I can hear thunder. Uh, so we had another one. So we actually had five, five strikes, five thunder. I mean, this is just a total change. Literally within an hour, we, uh, was that another one? Was that? Oh my goodness, dude, that's number six. You gotta be kidding me, dude. I'm telling you, this is Chicago, Postell. This is Chicago all over again. We're just sitting in the middle of it. Bearing in mind that the script for this week's show was put together by the Script Monkeys on a Wednesday, maybe a Thursday, it probably won't accurately reflect the weather conditions outside the studio right now, but I'm just going to act as though everything I've seen on the Weather Channel... and that they've predicted has just come to pass, and the entire planet is now one frozen block of ice slowly circling a dying star. Damn, that's a cold-ass honky. You know, based on what I'm seeing on television, it's like that movie Snowpiercer, except somehow less realistic. Who the fuck was repairing the tracks in that movie? The train had to run on tracks. On tracks? Never mind. For those of you who live anywhere else but the geographically narrow, but population-dense swath of what the assholes at the Weather Channel dubbed Winter Storm Jonas. You know, I was going to play a Jonas Brothers song here, but I realized I'd heard of the band, but i had never actually heard the band, and I really want to keep it that way. But the Mid-Atlantic and Northeastern seaboard of the United States is experiencing what we call a Weather event. I thought, holy shit, I hope I can get tickets to that. And it's that kind of event in which precipitation falls from the sky due to below freezing temperatures. Said precipitation arrives in the form of accumulating ice crystals, which slowly increase in depth over time. Tell me more, tell me more. Did you get better? In some situations, the effect of this accumulation can cause travel delays or loss of electricity due to trees falling on power lines. Due to the geographic location of the area in which this precipitation is occurring, such an event is assured to take place as often as several times a year. And each of those times, the TV news reacts exactly the same way. This fucking thing! Oh my God, what the fuck is that, bro? Jay, what the fuck is that? As of, let's see, it is 6.28 on Friday evening. The world has not yet come to an end. Get used to disappointment. Ah, man can dream. Let me look out the window of this Edna Rosenblatt studio. And nope, world still seems to be intact. Well, I can hold out hope, right? I really kind of want it to end because I'm heading for a doozy of a Jameson night and I'd probably rather not wake up ever. As of Wednesday afternoon, which is, as I said, the script monkeys started putting this thing together, predictions for snowfall in New York City span from anywhere from a dusting to two feet. Um, And I'm talking about New York City because that's that's where I live. I understand that DC is having somewhat more of a... uh, how are they describing it down there? You could accept the fact that this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. Well, what do you mean, biblical? What he uh, means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mr. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. If recent events are any guide to go by, well, the entire city should be shut down by midnight tonight. Shut it down. Shut it all down. This is a late-breaking news bulletin. Apparently, we are not shutting the city down. So, actually, we probably are going to get our asses kicked. Now, back to the scripted show, which has better jokes. So, we can expect the trains not to be run in cars, forbidden on streets, and the mole people relocated to the Waldorf Astoria, as per the city's mole people emergency action plan. They got a group right there, and a really good union. And, if all of this should transpire, they shut the city down, which apparently they're not... Uh, we can reasonably expect one to four inches of snow and maybe some flooding along the riverside parks. Again, keep in mind that they are not shutting the city down, so if I die tomorrow, uh, don't laugh at me. But the real story here is that this particular storm is taking aim at one of the worst prepared cities in the world for any kind of weather event, particularly snow. Washington, in the District of Columbia. Now, you might think that our nation's capital is capable of dealing with the sort of natural event that occurs every seven to ten years in that geographic location. But you might also expect our nation's capital to be capable of dealing with the whole reason we send them to that shithole in the first place, governing the damn country. Yet somehow, they've proven over and over again, they are not. You know, at least in some place like Atlanta, where it snows about as often as the Falcons go to the Super Bowl. That was way harsh, Ty. You can understand while they're not prepared... But D.C. has a big snowstorm about every 10 years or so. So you think that they might have a plow, maybe one or two. But Wednesday night, the entire D.C. region gridlocked over an inch of snow. The last time anyone got that worked up over an inch, over just a little tiny inch, Rush Limbaugh had just showed a Dominican boy his little microphone. Oh, come on, that that's just sick. Folks, it's fucking snow, not the zombie apocalypse. Granted, if you live outside a major metropolitan area, a big snowstorm is kind of a big fucking deal because you know you're going to have to wait for Jethro and Merle to dig the road grater out of the county shed or get on the phone and call up Mr. Plow. Hello, I'm Mr. Plow. Are you tired of having your hands cut off by snow blowers and the inevitable heart attacks that come with shoveling snow? Uh-huh. Then call Klondike 5 Call now and receive a free t-shirt. Call Mr. Plough. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plough. But people who live in the middle of nowhere are cognizant of this. There are hardy, rustic people who often kill and eat their neighbors in the depths of a hard winter, which is vitally important that if you have just moved to a rural area, you not open your doors to anyone December through April. If you live in the suburbs, and face it, you do, that includes you, Alexandria and Arlington. You know, you guys are like Gavin trying to convince us that his little party is not an Amway sales event. You're not fooling anyone, and for the record, Gavin, we are not going to your little blizzard party tonight. Not going to happen. We're not buying any Amway. Anyway, the suburbs. Yeah. You know what? You're going to need to just suck it up for a couple of days. This mob scene in the grocery store where you guys are knocking each other into the organic aisles trying to get the last loaf of bread and the last jug of milk. What the Fuck, you don't have bread and milk at home? I have bread and milk in my house, and I don't eat either one. Okay, I do eat the bread, but not the milk. It's disgusting. Everyone has bread and milk at home. Make a pot of stew, light some candles, and wait that shit out. Of course, I can say this because (laughs) I live in a major city whose electrical infrastructure is below ground, so it's not like my power's going out because it snows. (laughs) Unless it's a major hurricane, but even then, I still have power during Sandy. I'm just not bragging. Not that I would do that. You know, I've spent 10 minutes making fun of it, but I get the idea that storms like this do kill people. When the power goes out, people can die because we're not capable of, in the 21st century, of living without the internet for more than 72 hours. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 And look, the elderly kind of need heat to live, But seriously, the media turns every little snowstorm, every potential blizzard into... Storm of the Century. Dude, we're like 15 years into this century. Can we wait a little longer before we start handing out that appellation? I mean, what with global warming, these little piss-ant happenings that are going on right now are going to look like a light spring shower compared to the massive earth-scouring mega-canes and ultra-blizzards of the 2060s and 2070s. Have a little perspective, Weather Channel! And maybe, just maybe, if you put the kind of effort into whipping a goddamn frenzy up over the undisputed fact... well undisputed by everyone with an IQ above the average mean temperature of Barrow, Alaska, in January, so that is leaving out a lot of Republicans, that the Earth has been put on simmer and will slowly descend into a hellscape of melting ice caps, rising oceans, scorching heat, Arctic winters, and an endless loop of some weather correspondent being tossed around a beach town by 200-mile-an-hour wind gust. Then God help us all. Perhaps if you sold that to the 24-hour weather stream that is your revenue model, we might avoid the necessity of some dim bulb named Bob being battered around in Boise by hurricane-force winds. Weather is serious. Weather reporting is not. Weather reporting is the hysterical response of glory-seeking reporter wannabes who can take a molehill of a storm and take it and turn it into a mountain of Oh shit, we're all gonna die! Hurricane Sandy was a big fucking deal, and it fucked up the eastern seaboard. But from the hyperbolic reportage uh, leading up to that storm, you would have thought we needed Bruce Willis on a fucking space shuttle right away. And this is the best that you could, that the, the government, the U.S. government can come up with? I mean, you're NASA for crying out loud. You put a man on the moon. You're geniuses. You're, you're the guys that think his shit up. God, that was a shitty movie. And that fucking Aerosmith song. Oh, I'm never going to get the idea of... Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler with the animal cracker out of my head. Perspective. That's all I'm asking for. And the perspective is that DC is going to be a shit show of epic proportions because they're calling for like two feet of snow there. But DC is a shit show every time there's any kind of weather. I lived there seven years. You want that city to shut down? Just mention the whiff of snow, and the freeways will fill up for three days. D.C. could not dig its way out of a litter box, much less anything over half an inch of snow. Now, New York is bracing for the arrival of anything from six inches to two plus feet, which I happen to think is just a little vague for a forecast. And because the weather forecasting for a storm like this is about as reliable as a 1986 Yugo, you know, you're pretty sure it's going to start the trip, but making it to your destination is anyone's guess. You're looking at a Yugo. For a closer look, call 1-800-USA-YUGO for the dealer nearest you. Yugo, 3990. So, I mean, so this entire show could be a moot because it's merrily snowing 200 miles off the coast and us in the city, we're just having a stiff breeze. And it's one thing to be wrong about who's going to win the Iowa primary because that's a meaningless exercise for rich white people to stroke their vanity. It's another to shut down the entire eastern seaboard because your forecasting models are ambiguous. And I'm not blaming the professionals, the meteorologists, who always caveat their sort of statements with a specific margin of error. But once the TV weather people get their hands on the information, they strip it of context like they're trying to justify the the invasion of a Persian Gulf country on the flimsiest of pretext. There are known knowns. There are things we know we know. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns, the ones we don't know. And that's where the ratings are, in the unknown unknowns. There's no way these weather fucks on the Weather Channel are going to talk about the best case or even the medium case. It's always going to be the worst case scenario. Let me put it this way. Are you going to worry about Winter Storm Murray if Murray is likely to give you three inches of snow and be melted by Monday? Shit, no! But if Winter Storm Murray is the snowmageddon of the century, sure to blast everyone from Miami to Maine, with 36 feet of snow and glaciers rolling out of Canada, you're going to fucking tune in to the Weather Channel to find out when he's going to show up. And also, I've been avoiding this up until now. Have we just given up on this whole Weather Channel bullshit of naming winter storms? just, like, let it go, like we let go, calling those little exploding scooters hoverboards. If my weather has a name, it better be big enough to wipe out beach condos for hundreds of miles along the shore, not just delay school start a couple of hours on Monday. If, by some chance, this is the storm of the century, and this is my last podcast. Oh. Never trust a producer who's got access to the drops. No more, Gavin. You're done with that. Ungrateful little bitches, aren't they? If by some reason New York City has turned into a frozen ice capade, like that fucking terrible movie The Day After Tomorrow. I don't know. It was awful. I didn't even watch it. It was just so bad. It's stuck in my brain anyway. If... If that this should be the world-ending storm that my friends upon the Weather Channel and CNN and New York One and every single fucking television network out there are hysterically running about predicting, if that should happen, none of you laugh at me because I don't actually have any milk or bread in my house. I did hit the liquor store, but to be fair, I was going to do that anyway. It didn't matter about the weather, but some things are just too important not to have around. I did buy two bottles of Jameson because you never know. And God, know I, I don't want to be trapped in here with these fucking idiots and be sober. Shit. I hope there's time to make it back. Maybe I should go back up a little more. That is it for our show this week. Wow. It, it looks like I made it through this entire episode. Only insulting Republicans once, maybe twice. If you count Limbaugh, And the South, not at all, unless you count that crack about the Atlanta Falcons. And frankly, I don't. That's a record for this show, and something I'm not eager to repeat anytime soon. But honestly, I was really mean to Ted Cruz last week, and I almost feel guilty. Mostly because I learned that his wife was found crying on the side of the road in Austin. And really, I would too. We would like to thank the band Hypnostate, as always, for the music and the show opener. You can find their work on Jamendo.com. Look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, or wherever you spend the last remaining juice on your mobile device before the lights go out forever and you're left in the cold, cold dark. Uh, But before you do, also subscribe, rate, and review, because I'm assuming the Apple servers will continue to run even after the end of the world. You can follow the pithy version of the show at the hell underscore podcast on Twitter or the show name on Facebook and all of the shows are at SoundCloud and www.whatthehellpodcast.com For me, Dave Bledsoe, and all the fictional snow monkeys currently shivering in their outdoor cages, we would like to remind you that it's time. Time for the forecast you see. Weather Channel, look for the possibilities for you all to freeze. But look around, world is brown, and the forecast is hazy because it's winter. We'll see you guys next week.